1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: Everything that you need to start, grow, and succeed with your podcast in a beautiful package. PodcastingSchoolForWomen.com
0: on the show today. wow! <laughs> I Hello, <know>. LC. <laughs> so we have a guest that is going to be kind of quiet. She, she didn't even say hi. She didn't want to intrude. Um, hi, her, I, That's Kate. That's Kate Stillman from yogahealer.com who has come to guest co-host with us today because I roped her in. She has a question that I feel she has a lot of insight on, but um, she's also going to join us for the whole show. Hi, Kate. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Yay. Kate yay, is
3: afraid yes. to talk now. I
4: know. No, it's great to be here. No, I have something funny to say. My my daughter thought my last name was YogaHealer.com well, until she was her. like, oh my seven. God, that's Kate. My, she, thought that, she thought that was my last name,
0: oh Kate, my God. Kate at YogaHealer.com. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so. But does she now know what her last name is? <laughs>
4: She does. Okay. She does. Okay. And she knows
0: it's not yoga healer. Okay. She just thinks you We're resistant. making progress. Good. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. That Perfect. is very good. So, um, got ladies just to start off and kind of bring it back really really quick. Uh we have one week to sign up for podcasting school for women. That's like one week. We start on June 1st. So, if you've yes. been debating to really start, please go ahead and uh, do we have do we still have our prices as the um, no, early, early bird.
3: bird pricing has already ended. Sorry about that, people. You have payment plan, <laughs> but since it's the last week, we probably have very flexible payment options. If you really want to do it and you need to do it, sign up because it's never a bad time to start. Sending your message out, right? Yeah, and
0: absolutely. And if you kind of do want to start podcasting, and really, you know, you don't really know where to start, we're doing a webinar because we're now webinar ladies all of a sudden. Um, we're having a, <laughs> another webinar. Well, for you, it's all of a sudden. Yeah, all. Miserable. Sorry, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden. So May twenty seventh at one p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> uh, PodcastingSchoolForWomen dot com slash start uh, and then you will get everything that you need to start a podcast in that. It's in, including what a podcast is and why you would like to podcast it's a very fantastic webinar so uh, you'll get everything you need so might as well do it up may 27th 1 p.m eastern standard time Um, and you have links in the show notes so if wherever you're listening at this moment you can just tap on the show notes and immediately you will be taken right there you can in fact sign in right from immediately immediately like right now Uh, and also it is our 50th episode today hi That's awesome. Huzzah! Huzzah! And we've got um, some download numbers that I wanted to share with you guys just to like put it into perspective for what it, I guess, for at least for us, for our weekly podcast, five, um, 50th episode consistently through, we have a little bit over 35,000 downloads. Yay. That's nice. Yay. (laughs) You sound so excited everybody i am you know, excited i think
3: that's cool for 50 yeah. episodes for one podcast a week that's maze balls i love it so
0: yes mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. yes for that yes for us all right so we're gonna uh, get started pretty quickly here with our first uh voice feedback of the episode and this one comes in from Bree noble um and brie kind of responded to our call out in our last episode about soundcloud because we talked about tools whether the tools are the thing that are going to make people listen to your podcast as opposed to you, the stuff, you, yourself doing the work. So
2: let's hear from her. Hey, Elsie and Jess, this is Bree Noble from the Women of Substance Music podcast. I'm calling in to talk about SoundCloud. I have been using SoundCloud probably since January or February. I use it because that's where my audience hangs out. Uh, I have a music podcast, and people have already been listening to music on SoundCloud or they are producing their own music and putting it out on SoundCloud. And so they're just used to hanging out there. So I felt I needed to be on SoundCloud. So I use the SoundCloud player to share on Facebook just because it's convenient and also that's what musicians recognize. So I don't know that it's because it's a pretty player that people like to use it. For me, it's because that's what they recognize, the SoundCloud brand, the way it looks. They're used to seeing that. Um, I do get a lot of people listening on Facebook with the SoundCloud player. I do get a lot of shares, and I do use Bitly Links to track this, and I definitely get a lot more shares with SoundCloud. And I think it's just because that's what my audience is used to dealing with. They're not recognizing a Stitcher player or a you know Libsyn player. But I do use both, and I do track the stats, and I definitely get more with SoundCloud. The other day, I got like a hundred people listening just through Facebook because of people sharing it and stuff. So I don't know that if that contributes to the conversation, but for music podcasts, SoundCloud's the place to be. I just use Libsyn and drop it in there, and it's really great. Thanks for doing all you guys do. All
0: right, so thank you, Bree. So you have a very uh, specific niche, which is music. So she is in the music podcasting space. And mm-hmm. I do think that SoundCloud is very good for musicians. So
3: that's... I mean, she says it really is more beneficial to be using it. She gets more shares from it. I mean, I'm glad she let us know that. Um, I still don't know if it's good for everybody, though. What do you think?
0: Uh, I don't I, know. What about you, Kate? Have you had any experience with, with um, SoundCloud at all? I really haven't. Nope. Zip. Yeah. Zip. Nope. Yep. Yeah. I. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Woohoo! No, because <laughs> like, well, because Brie keeps talking about that. It that people recognize it a lot. So okay. So Kate, have you had experience listening to SoundClouds? So, week? Like, whenever you see a SoundCloud player, does that make you want to play it more than other players?
4: uh like sent in an email like danielle laporte was doing that i'm not sure if she still is and like when you see the little bars like you see the little sound graphic Uh you know where it's showing you the the you know just like the graphic of it like yeah there's something like oh yeah i want to click on that and when it's only this long and you know yeah i mean for that
0: reason for that yeah because it's pretty basically it's pretty (laughs) yeah Right. Well, Pretty. well, she was think. Well, I think what Brie was talking about is that it's recognizable, and people tend to see it and click it because they go, "Oh, that's the SoundCloud player. Let's listen." I just think that it's also part of a specific niche, like musicians. They're a little bit more used to sharing music in SoundCloud, and so I do believe that people expect that from that. Um, and Daniela Port was doing a wonderful thing with that in the email, but I still think that it's just the image. I may be wrong, but it's not the player. So it does make right. you no, wanna, you're right. you know, so it makes you want to click because it is pretty, but you still are taken out. so it's it's really just an image. So basically, you could have an image of your called Player and have it play somewhere else. <laughs> but yeah. you could do that, but yeah, i I'm not poo-pooing it. I just I do think that it works for some and it doesn't maybe for others. And um doesn't work for
2: others.
0: Yeah, that's all. I I yeah, that's it. That yeah. is it. And I know that people are having and um, somebody else sent us another you know what? I could swear that somebody else also sent us another feedback on this as well. Um that they've been using uh Speakpad again and but they have it set uh everything goes up into Libsyn and then it gets shifted taken out over to SoundCloud and so that's like a double cross-posting kind of thing happening and they do enjoy that aspect of it as well Hmm. so yeah so there we have that but then now we're moving on to something completely different and then this is uh, the lovely clamor people because we've been talking about clamor because of me, every single episode now. <laughs> Sorry, people. Yes. Because yes. I'm a little obsessed. And so, because of my obsession, I have called the attention of uh, <laughs> one of the co founders for Clamor. <laughs> which is good. Which is great. The and big we. Mouth. And so, and so, um, he sent <laughs> us some audio feedback, which was really great. And and you know, um, and he was talking to us about some of the features that I was uh, slightly complaining about that were not available and made my workflow a little bit harder. And they have added some of these. One of them is the fact that you can now pull information from. Uh, other sources other than itunes and the podcast app so that is these are uh that's really great so you can hear from Parvise here coming up
1: hey elsie and jessica this is Parvise with the clamor team thanks a lot for talking about clamor on episode 47 it was really fun to hear some of your reactions some of the positive stuff you saw and some of the challenges you faced i wanted to leave you a message and share some great news Uh, A few of the things you pointed out are ones that we've addressed in version 117 that we released on April 29th. Uh, Specifically, uh, you mentioned wanting to be able to pull in content from outside of Clamor into Clamor more readily. uh, And you cited Dropbox and Google Drive and other things. So actually, you can absolutely pull in any MP3 from your Dropbox app or your Google Drive app. Um, and we just put up a YouTube video where we go through uh, some screen shares, but basically what you do is you, um, click on the MP3 file, you click the share icon in the, in the Dropbox app, for example, and then you choose to, um, share in. There's a button that's called share in, uh, that gives you access to a whole bunch of apps, and Clamor will be one of those apps. Another nice option is, pulling in uh, any audio files from your email. So if you have things that are outside of uh, Dropbox or Google Drive or other apps on your phone, you can just email them to yourself, and then you just long press the file when you open your email. It has to be using the iPhone email app, and you just long press that uh, that file, which means you just put your finger on it for two seconds, and that'll generate a pop-up where, again, you'll see a Clamor icon option in there. There's a nice workaround with email where you could, for example, create a really long voice memo using the Voice Memo app and then email that to yourself, open that email, and then pull that into Clamor. So hopefully that gives you a lot of great options for pulling in lots of audio. Something else that you guys uh, flagged was um, this notion of wanting, needing to get everything perfect in the 18 seconds for Clamor. Actually, one great thing is you can use the recorder on Clamor to record something that's as long as you please. So you could, for example, record something that's like 60 seconds long, and then you can use the cropping tool and the resizing tool to chop that down. And any track that you bring into Clamor, once it's there, you can just make multiple copies of it. So let's say you recorded something for 45 seconds And you wanted to grab, you know, the first five seconds and then, you know, 10 seconds toward the end. And you wanted to splice out some stuff in the middle that was just too wordy. Um, You could just make a copy of that track in Clamor, uh, grab, you know, shorten the clip to the first five seconds. And then with the copy, um, grab that last 10 seconds. And the way you make a copy is you simply click on the far left of the track and you'll get a little menu. And that menu has a trash icon, a cropping icon, a volume control to modify how loud you want that. And it also has a little copy icon there. So you just hit that copy icon and you make a copy of it. Um, so that, that should hopefully help address uh, that, that piece of it too. A third thing is you mentioned um, you know, trying to figure out how some folks are are pulling in um, highlights from, from episodes, et cetera. We actually built Clamor so that you can pull in any um, podcast that you have on your phone and so you can actually just pull in that podcast episode and then tag the portions that you want to highlight for clamor so what we see a lot of folks doing is using that capability uh, rather than um, you know offline engaging in some sort of workflow to splice things They simply will publish a a, uh, podcast, and then as long as you have it on your phone through the Apple Podcast app and it's downloaded, it'll show up as one of the options. And on the record screen, you'll see at the bottom a set of choices, uh, things like recording your voice, pulling in music. Uh, One of those options is pulling in a podcast. Um, And so you can just click that, grab the podcast that you want, and then scroll around in it, um, go to the Zoom view from inside the menu for the track um, and, and play it around with it uh, from from there. Um, and then I think one final thing, which is an awesome piece of news, is you mentioned that the clamors were 17 seconds. Uh, I have a great piece of news, which is they are actually 18 seconds. So you get a whole five plus percent more time to uh, share your thoughts. Hopefully some of that's helpful. Uh, I know one of the fun things about any new app is you kind of explore and learn new things. There are a lot of treats inside of clamor, including things like uh, private messaging. And we're working on a whole bunch of new features. Um, Hearing from you guys on your podcast was just really helpful to get a sense of some of the things that we can bring closer to the forefront um, to help folks out. And one step we've taken is we're putting together and have already published YouTube videos that go through every detail in clamor, um, there's a 45-minute workshop video, which is a great one to look at. And we actually, in the show more section, created hyperlink timestamps for every topic covered. So you don't actually have to watch the whole thing. You can look through those notes, identify the most relevant topics, and then jump right to them um, to get quick refreshers. Uh, and we also just added an addendum YouTube to, um, uh, to, to update the things that we modified in version 117 from April 29th. And we'll plan to share, update YouTubes from time to time. Um, So have fun with Clamor. It's really great to hear some of the stuff you're putting up. I've, I've, on a very personal level, enjoyed it. And I'm thrilled to see how you play around with things. Definitely let us know any feedback and suggestions. We're really building Clamor for the community that uses it. And so we really tend to hop pretty quickly on things that we hear. Um, Until we next connect, clamor on.
0: Thank you so much, Parviz, for that. I really. I um, appreciate you taking the time to kind of educate the entire community. And they have lots yes. of tutorials. They have lots of tutorials. Um, if you, There's a YouTube channel that I will be linking to so that you guys can learn a little bit more. And uh, I have to say that I have now just started to to record everything on the computer and use the publisher interface, and that's how I do my Clamor workflow. Do you know Clamor, uh, Kate? Have you known? Clamour? No, I'm checking it out. Uh, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. So, awesome i'll check it out yeah yeah and so uh now we're moving over to the topic that stemmed this episode and it came posted was posted on the she podcasts uh facebook page or facebook uh, group sorry and it was by marion pierre louise and she has uh uh, geneal- the Genealogy Professional Podcast, Fieldstone Common Northeast History, and Genealogy Radio and On Site Research, New England. So she's got lots of, um, lots she of po- She has three podcasts, and all of them are very specific, but this is what she said. Here's a question for you all, uh, and that includes you, Kate. <laughs> mm. uh, when you have a niche podcast outside of podcasting, business, or marketing, how do you stay focused on your niche and your niche followers without getting distracted by all that is happening in the podcasting world? I am in the history genealogy genealogy niche. It's very uh, niche and I love my audience and I know them well, even personally. Yet I spend a lot of time listening to podcasts about podcasting, marketing, and business. It's hard not to get distracted and think that they are more important. But my interest and just as so happens, my business is focused on history and genealogy. I am forcing myself to refocus on my core and not chase after every bright and shiny o- object, but it's hard sometimes. So Kate, what do you think about that? Because I know your business is not business. I mean, it is, it kind of is business, but no, but you know what I mean? Like your, your focus is not, you are not an online business marketer, an entrepreneur or anything like that. You've got your own separate business, which is all based around yoga and yogis. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah. yeah,
4: I know it's yeah. tricky. No, and I just want to really honor it because it is tricky because it's also super fun to reflect what you're learning. And so, like, if all you're learning is, like, online sales and digital marketing and, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's hard not to want to share that with, talk about you all know, a, a portion of your tribe. Right. Yeah. Right. Because maybe, like, 5% of your tribe is actually interested in that stuff. So you might be like, oh, like, this is a great conversation to actually have with them. But then it's it's really not because it alienates the other 95%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <Right. laughs> totally. Totally. Right. right. So, but I really love, this is why I wanted to have you on is just because I adore the way that you work with your people, but you also do a lot of, I mean, I know that you listen to a lot of business podcasts and then that you are totally doing workshops or signing up for courses and you have a coach and you have all kinds of things that are helping you become a better business woman marketer. Um, and and so what I want to know is how do you, how do you stop just focusing on that and really focus on the core work, which is your yoga and Ayurveda stuff with your people?
4: Well, I think too, like there's an important distinction here with the, the 10,000 hours theme. Like I had already put in 10,000 hours in in Ayurveda, just like the person who asked the question has put it in with genealogy and, you know, I'm sure, right? Mm -hmm. She already has that level of expertise. It's kind of like what's in your back pocket. So yoga and Ayurveda, I had already put in, um, you know, over about 15 years of full-time study and practice before I went into basically like full-time study of, of making money in online business and impact and income type stuff. So Uh, While I was able to totally shift my personal focus, I still knew where my tribe was at and, you know, was able to kind of be like, give them great content based on what I'd already been doing for the past 10 years. Right. You know, in in professional practice. Yeah. You know, and I know like if someone needs to, for instance, with like yogidetox.com. Like with that, like I know why people are detoxing and I have a pretty advanced community, but we also take in newcomers, but it's a pretty advanced way to detox in that. It's very um, like full life, very philosophical and whatnot. So for me to actually be able to just like drop into that community twice a year to run those courses, it's like, it's awesome. I get to be like, oh, I don't have to focus so much on digital marketing right now. (laughs) You know, like this is great. And I can be right there because I've led that course Twenty four times.
2: Wow. <laughs> so, That's a lot. You know, wow.
4: So old. Yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. For I think for people that like if you don't have those ten thousand hours in, like, while you should be paying attention to, you know, online marketing and all the podcasting stuff and all that, like, just know that you also have to be putting time in to get those ten thousand hours and whatever your niche is. Yeah.
0: That's you know that that's kind of what I was looking for you to say, because there's something about there's Thank no because no, they performing. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. Young monkey. Young monkey. <laughs> just ESP. <girls>. I know. <laughs> Oh, geez. Oh, geez. No, no, because part of it too is that you have to be so, because there's something, there's something that feels like home for me when I go back to any of the yoga stuff where it's like, oh, it just feels so good. And I feel that maybe Marion, if you, if you think about that too, if you start to look about it when you step into your community and it feels like you totally know it inside and out, and you can lead conversations in your community talking about that specific stuff that you need to talk about genealogy and how to lead genealogy professionals and any historical conversations that you need to have, and you feel like you're so on it, then it, then it is, it's okay for you to be, you know, paying attention to other things. If you haven't put in those 10,000 hours, which is, you know, sort of like the mastery perhaps, uh, that really comes from being immersed in something, then it is going to be like you, your attention gets called into something else. Like, Oh, should I be doing videos? <laughs> you know, and it does, you don't know how it matches up with your business or you don't know how it matches up with your core. You're just want to doing it. You want to do it simply because it, it seems like it's something you should do as opposed to something that's going to serve your tribe. Does that make sense? You know, the thing is, I can't tell if she is asking,
3: How do I not get distracted? or if she's asking, What do I do about the fact that I'm now distracted? Because ah. there's two different answers to those questions. The first one is, You know, stop listening to so many of those, you know? <laughs> Because maybe it's not doing you any favors and maybe it's not, you know, I mean, yes, what's going on with podcasting is exciting, but that doesn't mean you have to listen to every entrepreneurial podcast, which by the way, there's like hundreds. So, I mean, that could take you all day and year. Now that said, if you're already like, I like this more, or I want to do something in this space as well, you know, there's always room for one more, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) but But if you feel like... If you feel like you need to talk about it or have to talk about it or want to start a new show that with your own commentary or opinions, I mean that's always okay too. Just keep them separate because you love your audience and want to stick with your historical thing because they really they don't really go together and I thought Kate, that you part of your business was helping um yoga yoginis start a business, but I could be wrong about that. I, don't know why I help I people that, that have now.
4: already no 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 no. I, I mean, well over half my income comes from uh, basically business coaching, wellness providers, and yoga teachers. Right.
3: Okay. Uh, so that is so. Yeah. No, not that's that right that on. Far off for you. Yeah, it's that's not that far, not far off, off, but in, in terms, whereas like Marianne's in terms of not like going like, to be starting yeah. to coach historians on how to start, right. you know what I mean? Like it's right, completely one hundred percent separate and not relevant to her current audience, and so. I would say yeah. join groups and do other things where you can talk about that stuff with other people, or just stay on it. Or if you want to make a switch, make a switch. But you know, if you want to not be distracted anymore, just pick two or three that you really love and dump the rest because it really is just a distraction. And everyone has an opinion about that stuff. Anyway, that's what I think.
4: I yeah. Well, there's. Anyway. This, I mean, it kind of goes back to like that teaching in yoga, that um, or really any enlightenment path that like dig like dig deep. Like, don't try to, like, if you try to dig a well, this is sort of the analogy of the old story. Like, don't don't just, like, dig, like, a foot or two and <laughs> give up and then go dig another foot or two and then give up and then dig another foot or two. And then, you know, and then you have, like, a 100 holes around your yard. Like, dig deep. Like, figure out where you're going to dig. Spend time with yeah, that. And then dig advice. deep if you want to tap the source. And, you know, and maybe that helps her, too, of just, like, if she's got too many podcasts or she's looking at too many different things to do, then, like, really looking. Because it does, I mean, I think, too— it's being fun to hear you guys' opinion on this. Like, it doesn't matter what you pick as long as you dig deep and you own it. It'll work Yeah. if you're good at it, you know, mm-hmm. or if you get good at it. But
3: I don't even know if you really have to dig deep even. <laughs> I think as long as you just enjoy the subject and you're passionate about it. Let I mean, if you're doing an interview show, let everyone else dig deep. <laughs>
0: Well, no, I mean, what
4: I'm saying by that, Jess, is, like, don't then stop doing your interview show and then start, like, your YouTube thing and then, like, be like, oh, forget it. I'm going to have a Pinterest page with sales links back to my
0: products and yeah. And, and you yeah, know what, I Kate, I think that you hit it right there too. Because- I just
3: mean you don't have to be the expert. You can let who you talk to be the oh, expert. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: That's yeah. What I mean. yeah. 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 And, okay. uh, and so here, here's what she was saying too, because I posted, because when she put the, th- that stuff up, I, I had just listened to another one. I have a, a crush on Dan Carlin, um, uh, who is an, a seminal podcaster and has been doing podcasting for many, many, many years. And one of his most famous podcasts is Hardcore History. And he was interviewed for another podcast called The Woof Den. And of course, that's another podcast that I listen to as well. But I loved having him on because the guy who, uh, who is the host of The Woof Den is the CEO at Midroll. And he, um, you know, basically his business is selling ads for podcasts. And Dan Carlin uh, gets a lot of downloads. In fact, Dan does make a living off of his podcast only. And he has one ad, but you, usually he does like a, more of us not a subscription model sort of like for his back catalog because he takes his his catalogs off. And the conversation started something like, you know, Dan does not have a regular production schedule. You never know when he's going to have his podcast come out. And also they range from like a little bit over a hundred minutes to the latest, one of his latest episodes was five hours and five minutes long, the oh whole thing. Gosh. That's how long wow. his podcasts are. They're insane. And then, then they're deep. And so the guy, you know, the host was going like, why don't you just cut them up? Like make the five and a half hour episode into, you know, five episodes and, and, and release them more consistently. Right. Wouldn't that make sense? And Dan was like, well, no, because that's not what works for me. <laughs> because he, he basically feels it. He feels it. He gets into the work and he gets behind the mic and he has an outline and he talks. He talks through this by himself without a script. And he starts just to, to go off on the stories and the tangents and, and starts to And that's what people love about him. And everything that he said that uh, are like best production uh, practices for podcasting and for making money with your podcast is everything that he's not doing. And then Marion resonated with that because she said, that's what I'm talking about. I want to go back to who I am at my core, how I want to do things. And Dan reflects more of that fire than the general marketing business conversations that are out there where there's a lot of talking about optimizing certain practices. And, And yes, that is great. And I think we all should do that. But there are times when we start working on that and we lose sight of who we are as business people or as artists behind the microphone or as digital media entrepreneurs, if you will, that are moving away us away from our core. With Going back to the 1,000 hours of stuff, if you really do, if you've been 10, in 10,000 <laughs> 10, hours, if you really go back to, to that, then you're not going to be swayed as easily. You'll come back to your core. You'll come back to your center as fast or easier. Uh, so that you can have the the conversations that you need to have as opposed to being pulled away from from center again, just because you see like the new way of of marketing your podcast is one way, then we can change it and do it this way because this one gets you more downloads when that doesn't really resonate with the overall feeling from them as a as a podcaster. Are
4: well, some- and I just want to comment on that too. Like the way that I've grown, so much so you know so much so consistently over time is by just really responding to the tribe right and you guys do this too it's like you're in connection to what people want all the time and therefore you just like kind of make these like little five degree adjustments right based on that chances are you know the wolf guy is doing the same thing right like he knows exactly what you know, Dan Carlin, right? He knows exactly what people are, are wanting back from him, I'm
0: sure. Yeah, totally. Because he's been... Do- well, right? he's Yeah, absolutely. He's been at this since 2005. So he knows who, what his tribe wants. He knows what his tribe resonates yeah, with. And
4: that's all that matters. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Perfect. Awesome. So that's why he has like four episodes that are 20 hours long on a specific subject. <laughs> like, you know, because he just... Go- he Talk about diving deep. The man... The man reads like a crazy person so many history books before he starts to teach about some bits of history in, in, you know, that that just rocks his world and it rocks everybody else's world. So I suggest everybody needs to go listen to his hardcore history just at least once. (laughs) You fall back in love with history again. And no, he doesn't have a script and that's going to blow your mind. So um, anyway, so Kate, what do you think? Do you think you want to have a hot seat with us today? You asked, yeah. you asked, you asked me, you said, can you and Jessica please give me a hot seat about my podcast? Yeah. So what do you What's want wrong to know? Your podcast? Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's wrong
4: with your podcast, Kate? What's going on? What's, well, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Basically, my, my, I think I have a funny, funny story about my podcast was basically like, I started and you know this, Elsie, I basically had a bunch of audio files embedded in blog posts, like a lot, like over 30 Right. Oh, and then man. I was like, gosh, people couldn't find stuff. And, you know, and and then mm-hmm. someone someone mentioned, like, why not just put them into iTunes? So that's how my podcast started, which is kind mm-hmm. of stupid. <laughs> um, but so I like I started with 30 episodes. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. All right. And then since then, I've just used it as a place like I have these amazing guest speakers for my courses. Um that are, they, people pay for the courses and then I invite guest speakers in. And then I post those as podcast interviews, those interviews I'm doing with my guest speakers for the courses. And those get lots of, those get lots of likes, lots of hits. Um, and so now what I'm looking at now that I'm growing up a little bit, I've got, I've really stabilized this whole business. I have an awesome team and I, uh, I have a little you know, I almost have a little time. Like I can see on the horizon where it's like, wow, I have oh, some time to we gotta, develop. We better stop that nip it in the bud now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> stop with the having some time I'm kidding. business. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Kidding. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, no, like there's this like, there's this sort of, there's this opening on the horizon. It's awesome. I have a full-time salesperson. I have a full-time techie VA. I have about five or six other contractors. Like things are going great. And it's a, really, I could really develop the podcast next. And so that's what I want to talk about. And what I want to talk about is that, you know, and it goes perfectly with today's episodal conversation, about half, I mean, really now probably 60% of my income is coming more from helping wellness people make money, helping yoga teachers make money with my yoga health coaching certification program and with my yoga healer business course signature system program. And then uh you know about you know like and the rest comes from detox and Ayurveda. But my list and there's maybe I think we're getting close to twenty thousand people on the list, uh is still heavily weighted more towards the Ayurveda detox people. You know, and 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 professionals and yoga teachers and whatnot. But many of them you know, are not my list isn't really used to be talking so much about like, hey, make money, <laughs> like, you know, like, right. let's talk about sales and marketing and all this other stuff. So my question is really, it starts here is as I'm looking at actually having a plan for the podcast doing and it'll be probably about half interviews and then half me just like doing these like really short practices and also just short, um, you know, messages on like, hey, I want you guys thinking about this this week um, is do I need two podcasts? Like, I don't want to make anything more complex, or can I just do it through labeling that, like, hey, this is for people wanting to get into awake living and, you know, and live healthier? And these over here are for wellness experts who are really interested in growing their career. Go, Jess. <laughs> Go, Jess. Go,
3: Jess. Well- <laughs> yeah. So I do. I can show you an example of someone who does do what you're. T- I mean, the thing is though that they're not different subjects. Um, but but Tina Pettis is the cl- uh, click. Create your click. Um, she has interviews, and then well, she hasn't done one since January. She used to do like ten minute. Um tidbits I guess which is like what was the what's the purpose of a hashtag what makes for a good LinkedIn profile but but the majority of her I think she stopped doing it the majority of her um shows are interviews and but they're not necessarily off subject and for me I was doing the solo shows for a little while where like I would release a solo show on Friday and then an interview on Wednesday instead of doing two interviews a week and um I'm, the, I'm switching it to have its own show. But the reason why I'm doing it is similar to what the question you're asking. It's because I want to talk about stuff that may not interest people who are listening to Lady Business Radio. I want to talk about parenting and marriage a little bit. And I mean, I want it to be funny. I want to talk about TV, like, and I don't want it to be random and not relevant because I know that the people who are listening to Lady Business Radio want to be whatever inspired entertained by the interview so I'm separating them and I'm separating them because the subject is different at first when I was doing the solo shows I was keeping it really relevant I was talking about Facebook and I was talking about um, some other stuff but now that I'm bring it out I have to I have to separate them so if you can I mean I realize that you're talking to the same people but you're not talking about the same thing if that makes sense i don't know well
4: i mean mean? honestly if i could have like a a wellness if i could have like a wellness business podcast it would be so liberating for me because i wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to protect my other audience from like well then money and numbers and you know like that would be great but then do i segment my list Yes. Right. So that. So then those people only get access to the business talk, and then everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just I. I
3: them. And I mean, I don't know. What do you use for your email provider?
4: Infusionsoft. I mean, it's easy to do. No yeah. question. So right.
3: So right now, you could just send them all an email and say, "Hey, if you're list, if you're interested in this kind of podcast, click here." And once they click, mm-hmm. you tag them. That's yep. a really good way to separate them at first, you know. And then just keep asking. Put a little blurb in every email. Hey, are you interested in business too? Click here. And then, and mm. all it is is a tag and, and a thank you. Yep. Now you'll get updates yep. on this as well. Um, yep. But this way, yeah. First of all, you don't have to protect your larger audience. But second of all, it's really um, if you if you have a separate one, I don't think it would be that hard because it's a solo show. But also. Your bigger show can grow and, grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. You don't have to grow the other one quite as much, if that makes sense. Like for me, it's this mm-hmm. it's the it's the off topic thing that I want to get bigger because it encompasses mm-hmm. so many more people. You already have mm-hmm. the big piece, now you're looking for the littler piece. Yep. Does that make sense?
0: Yep. Okay. And also yep. Kate, the other conversation that people tend to be having right now, which will perhaps and possibly take the edge off of things is that people are really leaning towards doing um, series or they're taking seasons into account. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. with something that what you're talking about, you already do this kind of stuff anyway. You already have like conversations, let's say with your other uh, interviews that you have where you're focused, let's say the Yogi Detox, let's just take that for a moment. Um, Let's pretend the Yogi Detox was that extra uh, podcast that you're creating, right? And so what you could do is you could take all of those themed interviews, or maybe even just have like a 10 minute, 20 minute, kate wrap about detoxing and then package it all up and then release it either all at once because this has been done and it seems to be proving really awesome so you were probably on the on the cusp of doing something totally innovative and you didn't even know it kate with publishing all 30 at the same time but this is now a thing it's now a thing to be able to because everybody's used to binge listening to be able to get all of those files whatever that is and just put it out all, all at once, On, a, like all 30 or all 20 or all 10, whatever that might be for that specific focus. Let's say for the yogi, let's pretend again, Yogi Detox. It's like your Yogi Detox podcast. It all already has all 30 episodes all at once. You don't even have to worry about it. It's done. It's up there. And all you have to do is market it. Or you can, you know, get this conversation started, get your themes, start to record or whatever, and then start to batch produce it and release it, you know, once a week or whatever, all, you know, and then that you can batch produce all of this stuff yourself. And then you don't really have to worry about having to create content every week, which is, which is where I feel is the biggest problem for all of us ladies that are so busy is the, is the having to create the content every week. Cause that's, that becomes a little bit of a challenge. Cause even if you have it outsourced, like we still have to be here right we're still here recording right. so yes. we still have to have that 1 hour together at least so regardless you still have to make that that there and if you batch produce it and do it out that way you can you can absolutely do if it if you
3: already know what you're going to say right if you That's don't already true. know then don't batch it but like i mean i mean i have some stuff that i can batch but it, stuff comes up all the time too
0: yeah and That's i why. think That, that is also what I, what I feel is, is, is tough for me in this business because I do get inspired by things that I read or that I see and I want to talk about it like right now. And then if right. I put it away and then I come back to it, I'm not as fired up anymore. I feel like uh right. what was what did I want to say about that again? I forgot, you know? And that's why I think that's why clamor is feeling so good for me because it's 17 seconds. I have to condense or I have to share why I'm so fired about something in 17 seconds and it's done. And so I'm using that as my, my way of venting these feelings that come up or like these, like stuff that comes up. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I really love this, this app. I want to tell somebody. And instead of thinking I have to make a podcast about it, I'll just record it in 17 seconds and it's done. So
3: it gives me By the of way. It. I'm finding using clamor and talking in 17 seconds, almost impossible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. Whatever right? I am.
3: I, it is so hard for me to condense my thought into a 17 second tidbit. I go over almost every time. <laughs> yeah. I
0: am I am batching some of mine. Isn't it funny? Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah, it's hilarious. It's it. But I love. But yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, um, so do I? Then
4: have to have a separate. So then I I have a separate website too. Then is right
0: no. for the no no no. no, mine's no not going to be a separate for the website. yoga healer business. Right? No, no. You could just yeah. have like. I a, mean, you don't
3: have that now, right?
4: I have a lot of sites. I mean, I have she Yoga does. Health Coaching, Yoga Detox, Yoga Healer. Put it on – yoga. you uh, can either put it on Yoga Health Coaching
3: yeah. or mm-hmm. – I mean, here's the thing. is like mm. Lady Business Stop is For me, that covers everything. Lady Business is all-encompassing, right? So I can talk about whatever right. I want on there. But um, right. if you have a lot of sites, put it on whatever site that audience
2: is.
4: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I could really use it to grow the yoga health coaching. That
0: makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then just do a category, a- category, category podcast and not even, you know, whatever you want to have it there. And then you'll, it's just, it'll
3: just be, well, yeah, there. that's to separate it from your blog post. Yeah. In the menu.
0: Great. Does
3: that make sense? Yeah. Great. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can play. You can play with however you want to do it, and that's that's the really good part about what you are already doing because you already have this like fairly engaged audience. You've got people that are really into your stuff. You are, they already know. So many of them already know you that you don't have to be like so caught up on doing things the way you're supposed to in terms of the podcasting space. I feel with the the way that you've succeeded already so well is because you didn't even really think about it. There's something really great about that <laughs> that you just put the stuff. Up there, because all you wanted is was access, so that you could tell somebody you can download it here, and that's what the most important is for the uh, right. yoga health coaching is as well, is that you're going to need or want a place where these people can go get all your information, and then you can just say, oh, just download this podcast, and all of the stuff is in there. Don't worry about it. I'll put, you know, and you can put, you know, you can put videos on there as well, and PDFs, so you could put even your stuff, your. Your, your nice little checklist that you put out too. Sometimes you can just upload mm-hmm. those up there as part of the feed. And even iTunes has that capability, which is people don't really use this stuff. And I think for something that is like, you're not going to be using this podcast to build your business. You already have that. You're going to be sort of like to embed it or to make it richer. And people can take a, even a closer step towards buying that big, Coaching package. And so, if you have a lot of that stuff inside of your feed, like a PDF, like a checklist, like an occasional video, it's not going to, it's just going to be awesome. And then, what's so cool is that you can tap the PDFs and it opens up in iBooks. Like if you do that in iTunes or if you do it, so people can have that right there. And it's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And that's
4: really what what we're looking at It's like, you know, Expanding the audience, but also nurturing the people who are like, I need to save up and like, I want to do this in six months. Yeah. And just being, you know, front of mind in that process. So it's like, yep, get ready. And and also to prepare them because it's such, it is such a kick your ass certification course. There's nothing else like it because it's so focused on, um, you know, income and and like really learning all the modalities for yoga health coaching. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. Like they have to make a lot of changes in their life in a short period of time. Um so that would that sounds great like to really support that whole process the PDFs and the videos and all that stuff that's already there. And just mix that in, and then organize series. I love
0: it. Yeah, and the and the I organ. Yeah, you see it. The organized series, I think, would right be really, really helpful for you too. Because that way, you can say start from like one through five episodes. One through five are really gonna get you started. You know, something like that. And then. And then you can, you can just tell them, you know, seven to 10 will be this and this and this, and that's, what's going to give you the tools. And so that way you can talk about it that way. And people can feel like they're going through an experience sequentially because you already have this in your head. Whereas like with a podcast, like, um, you know, Jess and I have here, it's not that they're going to start with, you know, she podcast episode number one, and now they get to number 50 and they've gone through like they don't of they've course. experienced yeah. us yeah they've experienced us and perhaps the growth of podcasting the growth of our community but it's not like we're taking them from How to you know we're not taking them anywhere i mean we're taking them for a for a ride if we're taking them somewhere where,
2: yes.
3: <laughs> but it's just but not probably where they want to go <laughs> is what she said
2: <laughs>
4: yeah so wait is this a, wait so it's is it within? Is it within the same podcast? so I don't have to create a different podcast. Is it within the Yoga Healer no, podcast? that no. There's just a series on Yoga Health Coaching. No, no it's its own. No, it's yes. separate thing. thing.
3: Yes, its own series.
4: Yeah. It would be nice. So, do I need a, a separate Libsyn account then? You would.
0: Yes. For it. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes, you would.
4: And then, say I have the say I have this whole series on like Intro to Yoga Health Coaching and what you're going to need to get ready. And say that's ten episodes, then say I want to do another series on business stuff for wellness people do i I can put that within that same podcast to just be like series number two you can
0: because yeah, it could see. be let me see yeah. I, me I see think it. so because it okay. could be also see it could be a season type of thing This is like that the whole thing would be an encompassing um tutorial not tutorial but workshops and education for wellness practitioners that are looking to expand their business know-how or something like that. So they can have like different courses that are within that. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, so I, Yeah. Where are you at, But Jess? she might just, Jess might be dissenting.
3: Well, because I'm looking up the first person I ever knew to do this was Ricky Gervais. And I just wanted to see how he did it. Um, so I, I it's not, it's actually not live the way that it was when I listened to it, but, Um, the Ricky Gervais show was all on one feed. There just wasn't an update for like the longest time. And then the titles were season one, episode one title, season two, episode two, you know, season one, episode, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, And then it didn't update, didn't update, didn't update. And then season two came out, but it wasn't a separate feed. And it was season two, episode one title, season two, episode two title. But now, but then it got made into an HBO show, and now that the show is on um podcasting via video. It's a video podcast, but same thing. It's season two trailer, season two number one, season two number two, season two number three. But and then season three goes right in you can do the whole thing.
0: Yeah. And, uh, okay. But I mean but yeah, she's but But, but I but think it's Jeff- an
3: episodic yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Jess is talking about your other like meaning that you could do that within the second podcast that we were talking about. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, and then right. what would be really great too is that you could do mini launches for that as well to bring extra eyes to that podcast again. So it's like you know you launch your first your first series. You know, you start with whatever that was. The first 10 episodes, that's like your first series that you promote, that you cultivate that the conversation about, that you can continue to inspire people with that. That, And then you pause a little bit there. You listen to your tribe. What do they want? Or maybe something that you feel they need to know a little bit more of. You kind of pause for weeks or months or whatever. And then you hit them again. Here, we have our second se- season or it, whatever, the, the second batch of the second workshop within this. And then you email your list about it and you bring more eyes to it again. And that's going to also bring a lot of uh, wonderful, uh, touch base points in iTunes as well, because that's really great to have people start to download again, your stuff. So you can do mini launches within your podcast all the time. Great. This is
4: great. I'm seeing it. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. So can I do with those series, can I just do like 20 minute lessons? Is that... Yeah, well, five, Like, because I think so fast, and I put so much in there. It's like
0: I feel like more than twenty minutes would be overwhelming. Yeah, no, twenty minute lessons would five be five minutes if you perfect. want. Yeah, it'll be okay. perfect, absolutely perfect. Okay. Um, and I've seen. I mean, in, to include the the PDF stuff, something to keep in mind as well is that uh, usually when somebody is subscribed to your podcast, they get the latest episode, and usually iTunes only goes out. Um, like once a day or so to tap your feed so that, you know, if you release, let's say episode number one on Monday, then iTunes would go out and kind of tap your feed on Tuesday to see if there's anything new. If you happen Mm. to, um, let's say... Post on Monday, you'll post uh, like the, your first episode, and then you let's say you, you post a video that goes along with that, and then you post a PDF that goes along with that as well. That's all part of the same theme, and you post it all on like uh, Monday. Then what they're going to get in their feed first to download is going to be the third item that you posted on Monday. Does that make sense? Hmm. So that mm-hmm. it will that's the the download that they're actually going to get in order for them to listen to your podcast. Yeah. The audience, They're going to have to go back in and manually do it. So, it's uh. a little bit annoying. So sometimes it would be better to kind of like spread it out and like do the video on Tuesday and the PDF on Wednesday so that they do get an actual download of, of everything. Uh So, you know, that's a little bit, it's a little bit different, but if you, you know, if you post everything at once, meaning you release all 10 episodes and all bonus content, if you will, all at once, then of course they're going to know they're going to have to download all the stuff. manually. Yeah. It's just when you're subscribed, yeah. you're not aware of this, which is why you have to look. And if you miss an episode, you're not going to get all of them at once unless your podcast app is set to download all episodes. But that's a setting in there. I'm not sure if that's a default. Right. Though.
4: So it's better to create the whole thing and then like drip it out over 30 days kind of thing. And you know, with a different piece of content every day, whether it's a PDF or a video or a
0: I Are think you? so, I think so. although I've been proven wrong as of late, because like I it, it, it said, like podcast producers is a new show that just came out and they just dropped all, I think 20, is it 20 episodes all at once. And it seems to be really, really awesome that the way that they did it, Cause mm. people tend to binge listen, but that's a story. So they want to go like, oh my God, that's so great. I want, I want to listen to all of them, just like the way that you would for Netflix and, you know all house of cards season two just dropped and then you're like right. you know yeah yep, you listen yep. that's so it seems to be a model that is starting to be tested that it has also proven to be really exciting for people
3: so you can experiment kate yes you do what works best for you and then sh- and then yep. you come back and share your findings
0: oh my god that okay. would be so great that'd be great let's do it yay
3: right on Right now, I, go, I think go. it's a problem. You know, I know that it's fun to binge watch and listen to things, but, like, it makes life for the next two days a problem. Like, when Orange is the New Black comes out, like, people don't shower. They sit in their pajamas. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> I, it's a problem. <laughs> you know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know when Orange is the New Black seasons come out, how um <laughs> ha- the increase in delivery food service that week. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to know if, like, mm-hmm. globally – pizza delivery service increases that week because people don't leave the house you know what i mean pizza and chinese food i bet is like it's like a skyrocketing week for them is when 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 orange is the new black comes out or like house of cards you never know you probably sick people are calling in sick to work it's like life stops because you can't stop yourself
0: i i haven't gotten into orange is the new black
3: don't I mean you know it's fantastic, but I'm telling you, your kids will be crying for hours. There. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get into it. You're like hold That's on, funny. You something do. wrong with me in the prison. I oh. didn't do the prototype. Prison.
4: I'm into the Americans now, though. Are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. you seen the Americans? I have not. I don't have TV. I tried so hard to get
3: into it, but I couldn't. How? Are funny you serious? Though. Oh my
4: god! Not get We're into different. it.
3: I didn't. I really tried hard, but I could not get into it at all I know I don't know why I think it's because I don't like to watch Felicity
0: what -hmm. why why is there an actor from Felicity in the Americans
3: yeah Felicity herself oh her oh
0: yeah oh gosh I don't know I forgot her name I don't care about her I just mm. oh may, maybe gosh gosh talk about yeah. poor her her poor little brand just because of the felicity has been ruined in the Americans. No, I'm yeah. yeah. Maybe when they come to Netflix if and that ever happens, I will watch. But I haven't watched Oranges and New Black or The Americans too. Yeah. So shame on me. <laughs> shame, yeah. shame on me. And that is it.
4: Thank you guys for the hot seat. Much appreciated. Kate, yes. Thank really. you so much for being
3: on today and for sharing your wisdom and knowledge and your pain points with your show.
0: Was very yes. nice of you. I it was know, but, having you. It's very nice of you. And if we, yes, thank you, Kate, for being available to me. And I miss you lots. And if you need anything from Kate, you need to show up over to yogahealer.com. Hey, is the yogi detox over now? I think it started in April. I assume. Yeah, but it's, you know,
4: if anyone needs a detox, it's all online now. So yeah, and it's
0: start when when they want when they want on that shift. Yep, yeah, and I I did it, and I continue to do it every season, and it's been really life changing. And I am serious. So, and it's the only detox I've ever done. So, um, it's pretty in depth. Great stuff. Not what you think, though. So, not what you um, think, not what you think. It's not like all of a sudden you're going to go in there and um, start eating, start having supplemental drinks and things like that. It's not like that. It's very fabulous. So, yogi yogahealer.com, and it's palatable. It's paddle, (laughs) it is paddleable. It is paddleable, palatable,
3: palatable,
0: (laughs) not paddleable. It meets you where you're at, exactly. Yes. Yes, that is it. Okay, well, thank you so much, guys. And we will um, talk with you next time. Bye.
3: Bye.
4: Remember, if you want to do podcasting your way, do it upright and head on over to podcastingschoolforwomen.com. Changing the world, one episode at a time.